What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Delay Game, where better late than never. Congrats to the Golden State Warriors. We didn't get a chance to talk about the last and final game, Game 6. The game that I said the Warriors was going to beat the Celtics in 6. So we're going to go over that real quick. And I couldn't let too much time go further without discussing it. So once again, congratulations to the Golden State Warriors who was able to close out this series. Um, congrats, congrats to Steph Curry who won his first finals MVP. And it was a great game in the sense of the Warriors did what they had to do. Uh, Steph Curry, of course, came out and balled out with 34. My man Andrew Wiggins came through with a solid 18, 6, and 5. So they did what they had to do. I will say, on the Celtics side, Jalen Brown did come to at least, at least put, put something, something on the stat sheet. sheet but we, we did, did see another, another bad game, game from Jason Tatum with 13. And the closeout game is not what you want to see from a potential superstar. But, but I will say... say the Warriors came out of the business. I was sitting there on my wife watching the game. And she wanted to do for the Celtics. And she doesn't watch the game. So she had her horse and race. But she was rooting for the Celtics. And first quarter started off with Clay Thompson and the three. She liked that. Total who was. Jordan Poole came in and hit the three. So who said that? It Jordan Poole. Then Steph Curry hit a leaning fall away three. And I just was like, it's over. The Celtics, Celtics look a little rattled, and they just look like they, they lost the composure with the momentum of Warriors building up so early. And from that point on, I knew it was over. <laughs> I knew this was the game for Golden State to win. I didn't think the Celtics had much of a shot, if we're going to be honest. So they came out, they executed, they did what they had to do. I think that we all probably saw this coming. We, I think, I think both, both teams, teams did get some, some, some things to go in their favor to make it to the finals. I think the big one for the Warriors, of course, was the injury to John Millet and such. Weird things that happened during that series with the Grizzlies, where I think the Celtics made the best of their opportunities in the sense of we knew the Nets went all together, and they put them to rest quickly. They knew that the Bucks were missing Middleton. And I won't say they put them away quick, but at least they finished it. And then as far as the Miami game, or the Miami series, I'm surprised they made it that far. Because like I always say, I think the Celtics on paper are probably one of the most talented teams in the league. And on talent, they're probably better than the Bucks and the Heat. This will tell you that talent isn't everything. We saw injuries plague both the Bucks and the Heat. And it wasn't the easiest feat to put them away. I would say even with Golden State, whether you want to admit it or not, top to bottom, the Celtics are probably the most complete team talent-wise we have in the NBA. At least against the Warriors. I love the Warriors. I was I thought they were going to win. But if we're doing talent for talent, I think the Celtics are more talented from top to bottom. Of course, they got stuff. But from top to bottom, the Celtics are probably the most talented. 
But I think the Warriors had experience, they had composure, they had they had controlled hunger. I think the Celtics were hungry for it, but sometimes you can have so much loose energy that you don't know how to channel it. And when you don't know how to channel your energy, it can get you in a lot of trouble. I think the Warriors knew how to channel their en- energy down the stretch in a lot of games. Know when to get off hot. Know when to set a tone. Um, no one really getting your opponent's head. I think they were very effective in that. So I will give Steph Curry a lot of credit, and I will give the Warriors a lot of credit because they handled their business to win this series. And to to move on from this, and without delaying it any further, just to give a brief, I guess, overview and looking at how this shapes up next year. I think I touched on it a little bit last episode. I think the Warriors are still right there in contention. I think that they should be the favorite. There are not many teams I would favor over them. I would say the Grizzlies are currently their best competition. Followed by the Dallas Mavericks, who did make a good move. I think they made a trade for Christian Wood, so I'll give them credit for that. I think Dallas is right there at three. I have no confidence in the Lakers currently with the roster they have in place. I do think they have a good coach, but like I said, with the roster in place, I don't know if I'm placing them ahead of the Grizzlies or the Dallas Mavs. Denver, they just got to get healthy. They have a shot. They just really have to get healthy. They haven't been healthy the last few years, so time will tell. Phoenix, I think, is in a rough spot. We don't know what's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton. We believe they probably will keep Chris Paul. I mean, you can always put them right back in it. But until I see otherwise from them, if I'm the Warriors, I don't know if I'm fearing Phoenix. They always have a shot, like I said. I don't know if I'm putting them over Dallas or the Grizzlies right now. I think the Timberwolves are a young team on the rise, but they are just that a young team. They need some time. I think the West is very competitive and it won't be an easy thing for them to make a run. I do think they will always make noise, at least for the next couple of years. I think they'll make noise in the league. I think they will make some noise in the playoffs, but it will be difficult for them within the next few years, you know, to really make a run. I think they need some experience, maybe two years from now, maybe another season, maybe the following season or the season after that, we'll see the Timberwolves emerge completely. So we'll see. Um, this is also boring, as far as I was about to say about the Clippers, where is Kawhi Leonard? I am a fan of the team they have in place. I'm a fan of the coach they have in place. We will see the status of Kawhi Leonard, and this will change the list, of course. Because if Kawhi Leonard's back and healthy and willing to play, that changes a lot. Um, I would put the Clippers right up there with the Grizzlies. Easily. If not over them. I think the Clippers are a hard-playing, hard-fighting team without Kawhi. So they get Kawhi back. I think that changes a lot. Um, The Jazz, who knows what's going to happen? I've seen a lot of trade talks. We have no clue what's going to happen. 
I mean, we can assume they're going to keep Donovan Mitchell and make a trade for Gobert. But like I said, time will tell. But I don't think anything that's currently in place in the Western Conference should fear the Warriors. They're the favorites. Um, I did read some news today. I don't know if it's breaking news, but for those who didn't see it or read it yet, Bradley Bill has turned down his option. So I believe he should be becoming a free agent, which also should factor in to what I'm saying. If he does go to the Lakers, I don't know. Are we talking about a signing trade where Westbrook doing and Bill's in? Then my opinion will change in the sense that the Lakers could be considered a contender. But time will tell because we do not know where he is going. But right now, I think the Warriors are sitting pretty. And have created yet another opportunity to add to their dynasty. And another chance for Steph Curry to add to his legacy. And maybe discuss this top 10 conversation at a later date. He is not top 10 currently. I repeat, he is not top 10 currently. Let me make this easy for most fans. We got Michael Jordan, the one. Not in any order. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Tim Duncan, that's eight already, Dr. J, Isaiah Thomas, I don't know if I said Magic Johnson, but I believe that was 11. We have went over, I didn't even say Larry Bird, 12. We just announced, we just discussed 12 players briefly. Tell me who are you taking out of those 12, or should I say 10 of those 12, that is better or as Steph Curry is better than him. I'll wait. You let me know in the comments. But I don't think he's top 10 yet. We'll see what he does with the rest of his career because he still has time left. So, without further ado, let's get to the Eastern Conference where I am not so favorable of the Celtics. I give the credit for Celt- the Celtics for making it this year. But they will run into the same problems. The Bucks aren't going anywhere. The Bucks just need to get healthy. The team that they have in place from what I believe is still under contract should not be any changes. And if they do make changes, they probably will just get better. So the Bucks will be there. I would assume we'll see what happens with the Nets. That they possibly could be a contender. Who knows? So we'll just mention them and keep him moving. The Heat, I think, will always be in contention. I think they are one superstar away. For making some noise and finally winning the championship for Jimmy Butler. Is Bradley Bill in the runner for the Heat? I do not know. I've read some things about some trades that the, Heats have, the Heat have been considering. Time will tell. But they are not going anywhere. The Philadelphia 76ers aren't going anywhere. I've read that James Harden potentially might take a short-term deal. I think... With the healthy Joel beat, they probably would have beat the Miami Heat. Do I believe the Celtics would have beat the Sixers healthy? I don't know. I think they would have the, the Sixers would have put up a great fight and it would have been a great series. But for as much as the Celtics are great on paper, they, I don't think they perform as the best team all the time. So we have a Sixers team that can't do anything but get a little better. We have a Milwaukee team that's always present. 
I personally... Oh, we also have the Miami Heat. I personally don't think the Celtics were better than the Bucks or the Heat. I understand they won. I understand that they were the representative of the Eastern Conference, but I'll repeat, I don't think they are better than a healthy Milwaukee Bucks or a healthy Miami Heat team. So now at best, the Celtics are three. That is without looking at the rest of the conference or any potential moves that could take place. Because when this Bradley Bill shoe drops, it will definitely make the Eastern Conference interesting. Because I know for sure Atlanta has been trying to make some moves. Atlanta has been in the playoff hunt. We talk about Charlotte, another up-and-coming team. The Raptors are always in it. In a very hard-fighting, competitive team. I think of the Raptors as like the Eastern Conference version of the Clippers. You're always going to get a hard series. You're always going to get a hard, tough matchup with them. And once again, I have to mention the Nets again because we do not know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving. And if Ben Simmons comes back in that offense, it will be very interesting. I am not the biggest Ben Simmons fan, but he is talented. You put Ben Simmons in that offense with Kyrie and KD, you're talking about a different situation. So, in my opinion, the Celtics are in an interesting spot here. Because not only is there a lot of up-and-coming talent in the Eastern Conference, they're the mainstays that will always be there. And from what I've seen from the Celtics, what I've seen from Jason Tatum, they don't, they haven't shown me that they can be dominant against them. Those teams, they don't, I don't think those teams fear the Celtics. Which says a lot given that they are considered, or on paper, one of the most talented teams in the league. And they don't stand on top of the totem pole when those teams are healthy. So I think the Celtics will have a a long hill to battle and to get up and to climb to get back to where they were. I don't think it'll just be a breeze. I don't think it'll be how like LeBron and Cleveland were or how Miami was. Most of the time, LeBron had much trouble getting to the the championship. He had a few-year run where he didn't have much difficulty. I don't think it's the same situation with the Celtics. I think they're going to have to battle and they're going to have to grow. Now, for as much as people say they're experienced, they're still not old. You know, 24, 25. They still need to grow. Can they take the next step next year? That is possible. But given what we have just seen, it's an early prediction. I don't see them making it again. Now, granted, we have a long time before the season's back. So time will tell the type of growth we will see the trades that may happen, and how the league will end up shaping up. But I'm not so sure, out of the Celtics team we just saw, that they will make it back. So time will tell. Um, I will say it was a pretty good finals. I didn't enjoy it as much as the Milwaukee-Phoenix one, I'll be honest. But it was pretty good. We had some good games. Congrats again to the Golden State Warriors, but we need to slow our roll on Steph. We got to stop. We got to stop this top 10 talk. We can't We can't do it. So let's give him some time. Let him build his legacy. And we'll see what we think of it when his career is said and done. But let's stop. Let's stop this talk about it. So with that being the wrap of the basketball season, we will be getting into football. 
some point soon because there's been a lot going on with the trades of wide receivers, quarterbacks, all the movement in the league. I mean, it's it's a completely different league. We went from Kansas City always winning a division to now the Raiders are loaded. The Broncos got Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert is the future of the Chargers, or probably the president. So we're seeing a, a, a changing of the guard and just a explosion just off of this offseason of how competitive the league is about to be. So we will be getting into it, talking about some of the moves that have happened, rating some of the moves that has happened, and just discussing as we wrap up now for the NFL season and fantasy football drafts are beginning to start. Hopefully you're not drafting in July. Hopefully you have a good commissioner that will have it start in late August. But hey, what can I say? So we will be getting into other sports very soon since the NBA season is over. But thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you have any opinions, please comment. Don't forget to like these videos. Don't forget to subscribe. And we will be doing giveaways soon in our race. 250 subscribers so i will talk about that a little bit more and once again continue to like subscribe and comment and until next time have a blessed day have a blessed weekend and enjoy your summer bye